It is your Classic Metal Show right here on theclassicmetalshow.com. Kicking off the show tonight, we heard something from uh, one of our favorite bands, American Dog, with Just Another Day in Paradise. And uh, we wrapped up there with uh, some GNR from the GNR Lies with One in a Million. And a One in a Million coming to the mic, my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on, Chris? What is up, sir? How we doing? We're back, man. Again. We are. How about that? This, this week flew by. <laughs> it did go fast. I can't believe we're already doing this again. It seems like I just finished editing video. Yeah, I know. What, what I found funny uh, this week, uh, I, I listened to back to a few snippets from last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the beginning of the show when you were ranting and raving and, and talking about, man, I just didn't even want to do the show tonight and I'm not in the mood and you know right. I'm just ready to quit. Then, of course, we turned around and, and put out a stellar show. Yeah, we did pretty good last week. I listened to a few segments back. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Cooter smiles to you, my friend. Cooter smiles to you as well, <laughs> sir. I loved it. Yeah, Cooter smiles was good. My uh, my nephew was, God damn, that was fucking funny. <laughs> well, it's going to be more funny because I actually did start building Cooter smiles. I'm sure you did. So, <laughs> so I did invest a little bit of time. It's going to take a lot more time than I thought. Yeah, I but- know, but you know, it's, it's a work in progress. Uh, if mm-hmm. it's going to be anything worthwhile, you got to take your time. It's got to be well thought out. Uh, who knows? You might build a uh, Cooter Smile search engine that all the uh, big porn sites want and say, uh, I'll give you a couple million dollars for Cooter Smiles. Please let my the rest of my life be working in a career in porn. Yeah. That would be the ultimate ending to my world. Just spend the last 10 years of my life just working on porn. Well, here here's the thing. With everything, you know, moving online just, you know, due to the recent circumstances and whatnot, online mm-hmm. uh, online existence is going to be more and more. And uh, this this is exactly the right time to to have something like that, uh, something that's yeah. user friendly, something that's fun to uh, repeat instead of going, say, oh, I'm going to go to RedTube. Like what's what's yeah. RedTube, you know, but something as blatant as Pornhub, you go, oh, Pornhub. Mm-hmm. But Cooter Smiles sounds like a happy place. It does. Sounds like a good place to hang out. Yeah. Cooter it's smile. like, yeah, check out Cooter Smiles. And it's like, oh, right. Yeah. So I think it's the best of both worlds. It, it's a sinister thing for those of you who are not uh, porn aficionados or think that pornography is a is a destructive force. But uh, for those of you who enjoy that, it's kind of a happy thing because somebody says, yeah, when I get home tonight, I'm going to spank it to some cooter smiles. Oh, man, I, I check that side out all the time. And for people that don't want the nudity, we'll have a section of just the, the guy cooter from the Dukes of Hazard smiling. <laughs> there you go. That'll be the clean section. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I think I think we stumbled onto something uh, good there. So I would say, you know, you know me, I'm not a big porn guy, but uh, I think it's funny. And from a marketing standpoint, I think it's uh, a genius idea. Oh, I think so. I'm I'm all in now with Cooter Smiles. Yeah. Believe you me. So so we'll we'll make Cooter Smiles uh, something to be reckoned with. That's right. In the adult entertainment industry, I, I could see it at the AVN Awards in Las Vegas. You know, this uh, presentation brought to you by Cooter Smiles. Best new website award, Cooter Smiles. Exactly. There you go. Me and you accepting the award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm going to be like the uh, what's uh, what's uh, uh, the the guy that uh, uh, was. Um, 
Steve Jobs' uh, partner, but he really wasn't that known. A Woj? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you could be the face of Cooter Smiles. Everybody will know the Chris Aiken, and then I'll be that. I'll be like that second fiddle guy, you know. Yeah, why not? That guy made his billions too. Sure, he did. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows Mark Zuckerberg, but nobody remembers the other guys that really built Facebook. No, they certainly don't. Those other two dudes that uh, sold yeah. their their interest in Facebook to Zuckerberg. Yeah, they got fucked over. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? They 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 made out okay. I mean, obviously they're not the billionaires that Zuckerberg is, but at least uh-huh. they walked away with some pretty big money. Yeah, they got good money, but I'm sure they feel ripped off when they see that that thing is worth you know hundred billion dollars yeah. or whatever it is. Well, whatever. You know what? I'll 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 be those guys. I'll take those yeah. guys' piece of the action. I know that's right. I would too. Yeah, you know what? How much money do you really need? Well, and and let's be honest. Wouldn't you rather be the guy that got paid big money and, and went away quietly instead of being the face of fucking Facebook right now? I would. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. But, uh, hey, we'll see what happens. Cooter smiles. I, I see it coming to a porn shop near you or to a virtual porn shop near you. Well, we're going to have our own web browser at some point. Cooter smiles browser. There you go. Just, just, I have, I have ideas. I, I definitely have ideas now. I've I know you do. It, it just, it just takes that little spark. <laughs> There's now an outline that's been written. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Well, you've had some experience with a little bit of it already, you know, with, yeah. with working for other people. So you can kind of, kind of glean what you've learned there and, and apply oh. it to your own uh, project. That's right. Believe me, it's coming. Yeah, I believe it. But anyway, uh, we did uh, we did a pretty good show last week, uh, in spite of everything, and uh, you know I'm I'm glad you you toughed it out and didn't just throw yeah. in the towel and go fuck it. I'm just I'm just not doing the show. I'm just I'm just fed up. It's six hours. Anybody can make it through six hours. <laughs> I've done six hours so drunk I couldn't see. So you know what what's what's being a little pissed off? That's just good for the show. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, uh, nothing too eventful happened for me this week. Uh, it was just basically work and home. Nothing really, uh, you know, that stands out for me. I did a, I did a, um, a uh, episode of Skull Sessions on Monday with uh, Bob Nelbandian and our good friend uh, Jim Curl and our own Kendall Peters. We did uh, yeah. a Skull Sessions uh uh, session, I guess you call it. <laughs> Let me guess the topic. Do I even need to guess the topic? Well, was it, it was um, it, it was for James' book, his book, uh, the the Into the Fire, right? And I was just I was just asked to be there for commentary, and Kendall was asked there to be, uh, you know, commentary from someone who is of a younger generation. Yeah, I was gonna say I doubted it was a it was on the history of death metal. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> It, it was just sort of like it was sort of like an infomercial for James's new book. That's cool. So I I don't know when that's going to come out, but it, it was fun. It was a good um, it was a good uh, you know segment with Bob. You know, obviously leading the way, and you know uh, James giving the lowdown as to his uh, um, you know how he came upon doing the book, and you know a lot of the highlights for him and writing the book, and then of course uh, you know mine and Kendall's input on it. So, uh, it was good. That's good. Lots of fun. So I appreciate Bob allowing me to be a part of his skull sessions. There you go. Very cool. 
Now, how is your uh, new podcast going along? I know you've been releasing one or two episodes a week. Yeah, we're doing we're doing releases every Monday and Thursday. Um, we're still cranking them out. Um, you know, it, it's 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 like anything else. When you start, it's slow on most things. We did really well with Nightwish. Had a lot of people that I mean, we like a lot of people that downloaded the Nightwish, which we still can't figure out how that exactly happened because we we didn't get it picked up anywhere like Blabbermouth or, you know, um, guitar magazine or whatever, you know, we didn't get picked up anywhere, but thousands of people downloaded that one. Um, it's going good though. You know what? It's, it's fun. And it's, it's, it gives me my outlet that I need away from this style of music, you know, away from the classic metal style to go and explore some different shit that I love. So, you know, right now it's, it's, it's fun. And Matt and I are just really more, you know, finding our chemistry and finding our, our interviewing technique and, you know, and, and figuring out all the bugs of how we're going to promote it and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a different animal, but it's growing. It's doing fine. You know, it's, it's been fun. The interviews have been really good. You know, we, we pretty much have been doing interviews every Wednesday. We do two or three interviews every Wednesday. We've already done I think we've published 10 and we've done 20. All right. So, so you got material for the next at least five weeks if you didn't do anything yeah, more. Exactly. And that, and that was kind of our goal was that, you know, we, we want to always be about, about 30 days ahead. Mm-hmm. So that, so that especially with my schedule, how it gets goofy sometimes, you know, it, it, it probably makes sense that we get a little bit ahead so that on weeks when I have to, you know, travel to Pittsburgh or whatever, especially recovering from fucking all the nonsense, you know, it's, there's going to be a point where I'm not available to do it. So we're trying to stay ahead of the game a little bit. Right. Absolutely. Well, since you mentioned Pittsburgh, how's the, uh, what's the, um, situation with the pinball PA or is it picking up steam at all? Are people still uh-huh. uh, have trepidation about coming out or how, how's the business um, going? Uh, it's slow. It's definitely slow. Um, but in a in a very nice twist, it looks like we're going to get some money finally from the from the fucking government. So, so you know, dude, out of the blue, I got an email saying, "Hey, you've been approved for blah 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 this much money," and right. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Only what fucking three months late, but I'll take it. So now we're just waiting to, you know how that goes. Everything's approved until it's not. Right. Until, you know. Until you see it, it hasn't happened, but uh, allegedly we're going to get a little something to, to, you know, cover some of the bills and that's a good thing. And as far as people coming out, um, I think two weeks from now is when we're really going to see it. I mean, we're, we're doing more, we've done more business already today or this week than we did last weekend and we still have a day left. So that's good. And Pittsburgh um, goes to green phase, whatever the fuck that means, on June 19th. And at least that's when all the fucking scared pussies will be like, oh, I can go out now. (laughs) Now I won't get sick because the calendar turned to June 19th. Right, of course. So since the calendar is going to kill the virus on June 19th, that's when we're really expecting to start seeing legitimate business again. Well, that's when the virus expires. That's why, yeah, exactly. It, it, it has it, a shelf date. It has a shelf life. It, it gets spoiled after the 19th. 
It's amazing how the how the virus knows a calendar as well. Yeah, well, it, it knows black people and it knows uh, Hispanics and it knows the calendar. It's a very, very uh, intelligent virus. It, it knows yep. who to affect and it knows when to cancel out. It knows not to affect anybody if they're looting or rioting. It knows that, too. It Let's does. forget that part. You can gather by the thousands and that's okay. Yeah. And nope gonna get sick there <laughs> right it, it's uh it's one of the most intelligent viruses that uh, china has ever launched on the world i'm telling you it's it's a virus full of little computer programs tells it, it exactly how to act well they are good at math yeah apparently <laughs> yeah so so they've just injected that gene into the virus that uh, they're yeah. good at math there it is <laughs> so they, it's able to figure it all out yeah should have been called the statistical virus instead of the coronavirus. Yeah, no kidding. Jeez. I mean, the coronavirus sounds more like a Mexican virus. It does. You know. Yeah, this, it's just proof positive that people are beyond stupid and gullible. <laughs> well, you know, I, I've been out there hitting the trail pretty hard. And, and uh, you know, I see people out there and I, I noticed I, I did not see one mask this week at all. Okay. Well, when you were like running? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We uh, last couple of weeks, couple of weeks ago, people were on the trail riding their bikes or walking or jogging, wearing a mask. Uh, yeah. This week, I did not see anyone wearing a mask on the trail. I know for Pinball PA, we got a bunch of calls, and that's the first question out of out of everybody's mouth: Do I have to wear a mask? <laughs> nope. Not if you don't want to. Right. So. Yeah, I, I noticed there's definitely a change in the attitude. And uh, I was out this afternoon. Um, um, I did about four and a half miles today. And, and uh, boy, I'll tell you, there was a, not a lot of people on the trail, but a lot of people out in cars and at the stores. And, you know, sure. I, I just a lot of traffic, you know, in my little area here. I noticed a lot of people were out doing stuff, you know. So it was just like, oh, it's a nice day. It's summertime. I guess uh, the threat is over. Yeah. It was fine when it was winter and shitty weather, but now that it's nice. Fuck that virus. Yeah. I'm going out. Well, the heat, the heat kills the virus anyway. So we got nothing to worry about. Yeah, we're fine. It's all good. Yeah. Guess what? It was all good before too. <laughs> it's just all in your head. Yeah. I'm not saying that it wasn't real, that there wasn't some virus out there that did make people sick, but yeah, it wasn't something that was going to kill everybody. That's for goddamn sure. Nope. So, uh, yeah, it, it feels pretty normal uh, for me anyway. I, not that a whole lot changed for me at all, but but the the weirdness seems to be subsiding a bit. Yeah, well, yeah. and if it isn't a hoax and it is real, then we're going to see a bunch of deserving people dead in the next five days. Yeah, let's just hope. Yeah, I'm actually hoping that it is a real thing and that <laughs> and that the bulk of those people that were out there with no masks destroying their cities will start getting sick and dropping dead. Yeah. That would be nice. Well, I don't. I, would, I don't really see anybody. I don't see a lot of them dropping dead per se because uh, you know I've been listening. I've heard a few of the statistics on this virus, and you know, at least the 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 um, data that they've gathered so far, uh, the the virus you you have a point zero zero five four percent chance of dying from this thing. No. That's unfortunate. I mean, it's like it's like half of a one percent. I can just see the hospitals now being overloaded with people with glass shards in their hair and fucking spray paint on their fingers, dying of COVID from the last <laughs> few weeks. Ugh, what a mess. 
<laughs> I, I'm glad I don't, I don't, I'm glad I just don't live in the, uh, big, big urban, uh, areas like Chicago or, you know, uh, any of the big ones, uh, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Twinsburg. You didn't, you didn't see anything going on around your place. Did you? Uh, we have one tomorrow at three 30. Oh, really? Uh, what, what, like a rally? protest oh a protest, protest. well what are they gonna protest black lives matter man really yeah i was thinking about going well i'm i'm gonna go with uh jericho green on this one it's it's mm-hmm. not blm it's c blm it's What's certain this? black lives matter <laughs> right because that's the <laughs> truth because uh you know apparently during uh these riots Six African-Americans were killed, but I didn't see one thing from Black Lives Matter talking about it. No, they don't care. Not one. Yeah. Everything's in justification mode right now. I, I'm I'm astounded watching it. And I, I just think to myself, you know, I keep seeing one. I keep seeing people on stupid Facebook just battling it out. Oh, this is that and that is this and this is how you should think. No, that's and I'm just like, you know what? Black lives don't matter. White lives don't matter. Your life don't matter. My life don't matter. Nobody's life matters. Take care of yourself. Worry about yourself. Be a good person. And that's it. Since when do you have to be part of the collective? Since when do you have to be okay? Well, it's got to be the group think. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. I already I see that I see that the pussy of the year award goes to Drew Brees this week. For saying what he actually thought, and then a couple people questioning him and go, "Oh, wait a minute, I'm sorry." Did he I'm apologize? Sorry. Did he apologize? Not once, but twice. Oh my! First, he did a statement apology. Then he did a uh, upon reflection video. Oh, really? He 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 said, "Well, after thinking it over." Yeah. Is that really what he did? See, I haven't been following yeah. it. I, I just saw I that. Understand. You know, I just saw that he was catching some flack, but I. You know, that was early in the week, and I never really picked up on it after that. So basically, he said what he felt, and now he's going to lie about it to make people, make other people feel good. That's really what it comes down to. Let's not fool ourselves that his his apology is real, because it's not. His apology is bullshit. His real thought was the first thought. You know, his his real thought was the first thought. And, you know, but but people want to know you know, an ounce of blood. So they got the ounce of blood, I guess. Yeah. Well, let's let's just put it this way. Mm -hmm. You're never going to get the truth from anyone who's got money on the line. Yeah, no way. Any, anytime there's commercial money on the line, be it a sports figure or TV Mm -hmm. actor, movie actor or politician or whomever it might be. If there's money behind it, you're never going to get the truth, which is why you tune into this show, because there's no money behind this show. And Chris and I do not take a dime from anyone. And so that's why you'll always get the truth here. Yeah, we don't care. You know, worst things ever going to happen to us is that they shut it down. Whatever that happens, it happens. But it would have to, it would have to be a long way down before they shut us down. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> anyway, um, I paid the spreaker today for another year. What was that due? I forgot all about that. Five hundred bucks. Four ninety nine. So so job. we're good for another year. 
That's a big bite. So, well, I want to thank everybody who bought hats and shirts over the last week. They've been flying out the door here the last couple of weeks. I, I've filled more orders in the last two weeks than I have in the last six or eight months. Dude, you got to get you got to get that new logo. I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Could you get could you get Kendall to go back to work a little bit on this thing and have the new logo, but then under underneath it say write something like the Truth Network or something well, like that? We could, well, we could do that. That's not an issue at all. Because I think that would be you would you would sell hundreds of those. All right. Well, we'll we'll uh, do a little rework. We'll put a little tag on there or something. Sure. What do you guys in the chat room think? If 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 Neely had had the new logo and it said something to the effect of the Truth Network or where the truth is really heard or something like that, would you guys be interested in that shirt? Yeah, Let us know. And, and, and I'm thinking about uh, having T-shirts made with the new okay. logo. You know, I'm I'm going to get some more of those uh, button-down shirts made. I I've been really sure. remiss in doing that, but um, <clears throat> I'm going to get some of the new gasoline-style shirts made. I'm going to get those back in stock and i'm going to get the new logo on a t-shirt for those of you who don't want a button down and uh you know then of course i'll have the traditional shirt still available but uh yeah if, if you if you think that we should make a little modification and add something to that effect on there i don't have an issue with that All right. All right so i'm sure the truth is out there nah i don't like that one i don't either um Truth should have been in print from day one. Okay, thank you. Um, that's all we got so far. I guess people aren't as excited as I am. About all right. Well, whatever. I mean, again, it's it's you got a a good idea always comes with a little spark. Yeah, I just think something about the truth because it's 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 so lacking everywhere else. But you know what? We should we should have opened this show by saying that this show was sponsored by Black Lives Matter because isn't that what we're supposed to do this week? <laughs> Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Not, oh, are not, we good? Not, not for the show purposes, but, uh, you know, I, I've been I've been fed several things this week. Uh, and, and Sal especially sent me something that was just, just like, it's a product that I personally have not used, but a lot okay. of people do. And uh, we'll, we'll get your thoughts on it. All but, right. But yeah, it, because I... I, I received a hundred emails from a hundred different companies this week, including some really ridiculous fucking companies that have nothing to do with black lives matter, except for it's a hip thing and they want to be tied to it. Yeah, so, of course. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, we, we, you know, but here, you know, again, I'm going to reference Jericho green, you know, who's been very vocal, uh, this mm-hmm. week about all of this. And, and he was sure. just basically saying that, uh, uh, he, what, what happens is with situations like this, if mm-hmm. you're not on board, that means you support the opposite mm-hmm. rather yeah. than not support anything or choose not to be tied to anything, regardless of your viewpoint, they make it. So you're opposite of what the acceptance right. is. Mm-hmm. It's just like people who are religious, who have religious uh, beliefs that if they're not supportive of, say, gay marriage or homosexuality, then yeah. you're then you're anti-gay or you're you're a bigot or a homophobe. Oh, you don't want to support gay marriage? Then you must want to throw gay people off the top of buildings. Yeah, well that's basically it, yeah. <laughs> but but that boils down to that whole uh old adage like do you like to drink water? Yeah, I drink yeah. water all the time. You know who else liked to drink water? Hitler. <laughs> exactly. Same thing. 
<laughs> Stalin was a big water drinker. You know, you know, Stalin drank a lot of water. You like drinking water? So did Stalin. Yeah. You want to kill people. Yeah. But <laughs> there's some it, the, it's always want, it's always the gotcha. Yeah, it is always. You want some of these slogans real quick that yeah, are coming let's in? Let's see. Let's see. Truth hits harder than my dad? No. <laughs> I kind of like that one. Nah. Uh, the truth hurts, so don't be a pussy. I kind of like that too. <laughs> uh, okay. I could see the logo. I could see that on the website, like a, like a circle, like the circle stuff, and have it have the truth hurts at the top, so don't be a pussy on the bottom. Right. I could see that one kind of going. I don't know about on a shirt because people then wouldn't buy it. Um, the truth will set you free. Mm. The truth can't be handled. The truth is free. Uh, the truth hurts like daddy's dick. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> if you can't handle the truth, fuck you, pal. Uh, that's interesting. That's not bad. Um, let's see. Is there any more up here? Um, I think that's it for now. All right. Well, we'll, we'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> the truth hurts like daddy's dick. Jesus. <laughs> Might be able to use that for poor, for cooter smiles. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't know so much that our fans would like that. Yeah, somehow I don't see, even though they're suggesting it, I don't know who suggested it, but I doubt they're buying that shirt and wearing it. No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> our fans. I'd wear it. I'm sure you would. You know I'd wear it. I wouldn't give two fucks. <laughs> Well, one thing I am proud of, though, uh, you know, uh, prior to the show, I saw a lot of people gathered in the uh, chat room before the show started, everybody brandishing their weapons. Oh, yeah. Got yours? I Yeah, of course they do. Not mine. But uh, I noticed a lot of people, uh, you know, showing off their weaponry in the chat room. Of course. Of course. And, uh, you know, I heard a lot of people uh, this week, uh, you know, listening to podcasts and things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I sent you over um, telling you about the podcast. What is it? Uh, the Fighter and the Boy or something like that? Yeah, or the, the Kid? The fighter kids. and the Kid? Yeah, something like well, that. Well, yeah. I, I saw them at the beginning of their uh, show this week. I don't watch the show. I only watched mm -hmm. it for one thing that I was looking for. But uh, they were talking about being that they're in L.A., uh, they were saying that some of their quote unquote, their anti-gun liberal friends yeah, were now asking them, Hey, you know, you guys got any like extra, you know, guns, you know, maybe you sure. could let me borrow one or something or mm -hmm. it's like, Hmm. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to go out and actually invest in it or support it, but they'll borrow yours and keep it handy. <laughs> But uh, but the thing is, is that I, I saw some of the statistics that, uh, you know, obviously uh, handgun sales and, and um, ammunition is through the roof. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. Dude, people don't want to be people do not. You know, I think I think I said it last week when I was going crazy. People, the worst mistake that can happen to anybody is to bring it to the suburbs. Because it's one thing to tear down a, it's one thing to tear down empty buildings on a Sunday. It is a complete another thing to come at people's property in their homes. You come at their homes, they will defend it with their life. 
They will use they will use knives. They will use guns. They will fire up their lawnmower or their chainsaw or whatever the fuck it is to, you know, to defend it. People aren't going to fuck around with their homes. Well, and you're seeing it. Well, you know, I, I got a I got a good story about that. Uh, something that happened very, very close to here. So I'll I'll okay. share that with you uh, later in the show, too. Okay, good. Wow, sounds like we got a busy show. Well, we do, absolutely. Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. Hail and kill, Neely. Hail and kill, Chris. This is Kurt out here in Vegas. Hey, what's Kurt. going on there, Kurt? How's things in Vegas? I heard things are opening back up out there. Yeah, they're opening back up, and uh, some of the casinos are just stupid with their plexiglass uh, nonsense at all the tables. <laughs> but uh, what you were talking about, about the guns. So I went to uh, the Bass Pro Shop today. And it's mm-hmm. connected to a casino. And as I walked up to the gun counter, there were about 30 people or more in line with numbers waiting to get to the gun counter. But at the gun counter, 80% of everything was all gone. Yep. Wow. Well, that um, I experienced that uh, way back in either was either, I believe it was February or the very first part of March when I bought my 44 at the Bass Pro Shop. I That was the first time I had to wait in line and take a number. Oh, it's been like this for a while, though, especially when things like this happen, when Obama, when the Colorado thing happened a few years ago or whatever it was, when Obama was president, the same thing at the Bass Pro Shop. They just sold out. All the ammo was gone also. And you guys want to guess the demographic of about 90% of the people in line waiting to get guns? Oh, I'm going to say that they were probably white suburban homeowners. (laughs) Wow, you must be psychic or something. No, those are people who are actually going to buy a gun legally. Oh, I know. Well, another quick thing, Neil. Did you hear? Um, did you hear about the the soccer player from LA Galaxy who got let go? No, I haven't heard that. What's going on? Well, you'll love this. This goes something else. He got let go because of a tweet his wife made on social media, and she made it in a different language. <laughs> so they're both Serbian. So she said something in Serbian calling the uh, protesters uh, disgusting cattle, and they let him go. Really? Yeah. So this, this seems weird because, like, like Chris, what if all of a sudden, like, your daughter says something or they find out that, you know, you're, you're, you're the, the father of one of your kids and they let one of your kids go. That's how much nonsense it's, it's gone to right now yep. with this bullshit. Well, we gotta got to control, got to control speech. Thankfully for me, I build my own businesses, so it's not very likely my kids will never have a job. Well, it's good for them now, but they're, they're guilty by association. Yeah, but they everything. What am I going to get fired from? And who's going to fire me? Me? <laughs> no, not you. Not you. If they find out that, uh, you know, they're related to you, and they say, well, Chris yeah. is this and that, and, nah, you know, I, they'll go after them. Two of my three work for me, and the other one could if she really wanted to. Okay. So I would take, well, well, being that, being that you've, uh, you know, drove, drive, uh, or you, you still drive an Uber around the city. No, I'm a cab driver. Well, they haven't called us back yet. Oh, so so that's, well, that was going to be my next question being that the industry was shut down out there. Uh, I guess that kind of really puts you out of, out of a job. Not really, because I'm getting seven ninety two a week. 
on unemployment and the $600 bonus. I'm making more on that than I have <laughs> driving yeah. a cab. Well, look at you. And that $600 bonus, Congress approved that until July 25th. So I'm happy to be out of work right now. And I've lost <laughs> almost 20 pounds. Well, look at that. <laughs> got, got your got your ass out of the seat and felt like moving around a little bit. Exactly. I mean, my wife's back to work, and they have all kinds of stupid protocols at, at her hotel. You know, wearing a mask, and people have to make reservations for certain things. But an, another driver went back to work, and he's he's still going to get partial unemployment in the six hundred dollar bumper. But he's not really all that happy about being back at work right now. Yeah, because there's nobody going out, and plus the. the if if the casinos are running anywhere like my business is running, the first question everybody's asking me with my business when I get calls is, do I have to wear a mask? And the minute I say no, that's when they're like, oh, okay, well, what are your hours? Which means if I would have said yes, they would have hung up on me. People oh, don't yeah, it's, it's the same mask. here. It, it, yeah. It's encouraged to wear a mask, but you don't have to. Yeah, well, it's the same here. And therefore, encouraged means no. Not for us. Fuck you. Fuck you, The Governor. only time I had to wear a mask was when I went to the VA hospital the other day. They make you wear a mask, and that's about it. Uh, it's been how many months now? Three or four? Uh, uh, since March. Three? March? March to June? Yeah. Three months? Three months? Yeah. I'm yet to wear a mask. I haven't worn a mask yet. Have you, Neely? I have not. Yeah, fuck that. Well, that's all I got. My manager's calling. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And job. I forget the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. There goes Kurt. Kurt from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. 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 Fuck the masks. Imagine that. You've been out every single day during the fucking virus. Never once wore a mask. And somehow you're not dead. Nope. Not even sick. Imagine that. Can't you haven't missed any work. Nope. You didn't have to self-quarantine. Nope. How could that possibly be? I can't imagine. Oh, unbelievable. You must be an alien. I'm probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Well. Anyway, we're we're moving past it. I think things are things are looking normal, whatever normal would be. Sure. And uh, you know, I, I could definitely tell that there was a different uh attitude in the air, especially today. Yeah, well, and it's just going to get better. Everybody that keeps saying that people are going to be, you know, scared for months. No, no. People are going to go out once. They're not going to get sick. And then they're going to be right back to normal. That's how it's going to be. Right. You know, it's getting out that first time. That's going to be, that's going to be the thing is, you know, going out and doing something that first time back. And then once you do it that first time back, then you'll be like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? I'm yeah. out. Yeah. It's like the first time that new girl slides her hand down the front of your pants. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty, pretty exciting. And then it's just like, yeah, let's do this again. Uh, and then it's like, all right, if we have to. <laughs> Alan Kilcall, you're on the air. Our, our government said in Australia that those masks don't even work. That the chief, the chief health minister said, you know, like, they're just, they're just useless. So yeah. we don't really, people are still wearing them, but not on, not on health advice, at least not in Australia. Well, we've gotten the same word here, unless you had one of the really good ones, the, the ones that people made with their T-shirts or their bandanas or 
you know, of course, the one, the very porous one that your girl, uh, Alyssa Milano, Chris, was wearing, uh, you know, the, the crocheted one with all the holes in it, uh, you know, that, that one was very protective. Yeah, sure was. Well, I, I just, I'll, I'm going to hang up in a sec, but I just wanted to say that. But also, are you guys going to put the absolute boot into Tommy Lee today? We'll talk about that. Two awful 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 horrible new songs that are out Come on, tim i was so bugging shit. when i heard them tim i was bugging oh, oh my god <laughs> oh. just put the booty did you hear them, and kill. <laughs> Neil, you didn't hear those songs, i didn't did no i i purposely uh avoided uh you know oh. doing any of that i cannot wait to present those to you tonight and I certainly cannot wait to read the press release to you. Well, again, I, I always avoid pre, pre-screening anything just because I like initial reaction for everything. You will definitely love this. <laughs> what was that other, That what was that big hit that he had, Get Naked or something? Get Naked, yeah. Yeah, huge set. I, I like that song. I'm sure you do. $77 million made to watch me come. <laughs> <laughs> it's slicker than come on a gold tooth. Come on, baby, make it hot. Ride the cock till you hit the spot. Right. Oof, get naked. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I played that album a lot. Methods of me. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Okay. I mean, it's not good, but it, I didn't hate it. All right. Me, I, I heard it once, and that's the last and only time, and that was it. Like, yeah, that ain't I ain't playing that. That's definitely not your demo. <laughs> no, no. And in that Motley Crue tour, that what was the tour that they did right after yeah. Tommy got out of jail? Jen Swine. Was that? I, I don't remember. I, all I remember is that they. No, I think that I. Oh, let's see. They played. They played the Akron Civic. Yeah, during was... Generation Swine, and then they had that other one where they had that DJ guy spinning records before the show, or you know, doing the scratching shit. Yeah, at the CSU I... Convocation Center. I would with the spaceships. That yeah, was yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The craziest tour from outer space, or whatever. I, I don't remember what tour that was, but I I went to that at the CSU. And uh, that that DJ guy was up like on a cherry picker or something, right? You know, doing his scratching shit. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? This is yeah, Motley Crue. Sure. People are here to hear you know hard rock and uh, you know metal, and and you're up there scratching records. It's like the, this isn't a demo for this shit. That was the Motley Crue versus the Earth tour. You speak of is that what that was? That was in '97. Yeah. And- think that the show that we saw at the um at the akron, akron civic was the greatest hits tour a year later okay it was a year later it was greatest hits all right i'm, I'm pretty sure that's the way that worked okay i just remember going to both of those shows yeah and neither were good <laughs> hey Alan kill caller you're on the air there was the live swine listening party which was eight shows across the state. Then there was the Motley Crue versus the Earth Tour, which is the continuation of the Swine. And Neil, and then Chris is right. Then there was the Greatest Hits Tour. And then Maximum Rock. 
Yeah, I remember Maximum Rock. That's when uh, Anthrax was on that, and they dropped off, didn't they? Yep. Yeah, it was uh, Megadeth and Motley and Anthrax, and Anthrax dropped off. What a great show. Fuck. <laughs> I did go to that. I got to. I did meet uh, David Ellison and Dave uh, Mustaine for the first time. Uh, mm, at that, that. nice to meet Ellison. <laughs> met met them uh, met them at Blossom. Of course, uh, Mustaine was kind of a dick. Shocking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Breaking news: Dave Mustaine was a dick. Yeah, no kidding. No, not the most pleasant gentleman to meet. No, he's not. He's definitely in that list of rock stars. You, you, what? How's that go? Rock stars you wish you'd never met. Oh yeah. Or you oh, were yeah. sorry that you ever met. Yeah, he's definitely one of them. He's just you a, know, I've never got along with Mister Mustaine. Yeah, well, I, you know, again, I I don't know anybody who talks highly of Dave on a personal level. You know, obviously the music's great. But on a personal level, it's just you never hear anybody say, yeah, you know, Dave's a great guy, man. Mm -hmm. It's funny because the the Steel Panther Satchel was saying that this week about Nikki Six. He was like, I still love Motley Crue, even though Nikki Six is a dick. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I get it. You know, in in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm right. I'm right there with you, Satchel. I get it. (laughs) I like Motley's music, too. But Nikki most certainly is a dick. Yeah. Well, that's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Hey, you don't always want to meet your favorite rock star kids. I'll be honest. Most of the times you don't. Most of the times you re- for as much as you do want to meet them, 99% of the time, it's better if you don't. Right. Because you're either going to get dickish because they don't want to be bothered with you or cattle call. Hi, shake, picture, move it, you know, and that sucks too. It's very rare that you get that moment where it's like, hey, let's go sit at the table and have some dinner and have a drink and right. chat. You know, it, it just doesn't happen like that very yeah. often. Well, I, I've told the story on the show before. My first encounter with Blackie Lawless, mm-hmm. total dick. But yeah. uh, later, after I interviewed him one-on-one and, and talked everything except music, never mentioned once a Wasp once, never mentioned music, just talked baseball and other things. He right. said, "Best interview I've ever had." There you go. And after that, after I interviewed, after that, I interviewed him a couple of more times. This was, you know, during the uh, uh, early part of the two thousands when he was mm-hmm. uh, releasing "Dying for the World" and uh, "Unholy Terror," "Unholy and Terror," and stuff. So they were releasing them pretty quickly. With uh, right. what, what was the uh, double one? Neon God. Yeah, the Neon God. So I interviewed him three times in fairly close succession and every time he remembered me and extremely nice yeah i'm blackie's pretty cool but he can be he's like jeff tate you know we've we've listened to and i mean we used to play this game with listening to other people's jeff tate interviews Mm -hmm. and and judging how quickly they would get a jeff would get annoyed with them because jeff's a tough interview but if you come in and know your shit then jeff's a good interview right you know we've we've never really had a problem with jeff because we all we always knew everything that was going on. We were always well-informed and he, you know, because of that, he, he was always fun with us. Yeah. And, and he had, he had at one point been the most frequent guest on the show. Yeah. Yeah. He probably still is of the guys that we don't know. No, mm-hmm. he probably, you know, I, I mean, of the guys that just call, come in when they have something to promote, 
He probably still is the most frequent guest. You're probably, you you're probably right. Over the history of the CMS, he's probably been yeah. on the show at least 25 times. Yeah. I mean, he's been on for every tour, every album, every everything. He's always been on. Yep. So, it's, yeah, it's always it's always good to talk to Jeff. You know, he's he's definitely uh, he definitely has a very critical view of the interviewer. If uh, like just what you just said there is that if you mm-hmm. come off like a dumbass or a fanboy or or just yeah. you know ask the empty questions the what's it like questions and shit <laughs> uh he's got no use for you but if you ask mm-hmm. kind of in-depth or provocative questions then he's willing to uh you know entertain your interview yeah i that's i always tell people because people ask me a lot about interviewing and my my answer is so simple it's all you know it's it's start your question with the word how because how doesn't leave a one word answer available to you. How did you do that? How do you do that? How did you come up with that? It always leads to a discussion. It's, you know, and I know that that seems pretty simple, but if you think about it, that's the easiest way to get a discussion going is to not ask a, do you think that Well, that's a yes or no question? Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, you'll think they're shitty. They're just answering your question. And then, uh, you know, the other one that's kind of a lead in is, well, talk a, talk a little bit about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's another good one because you're putting all the impetus on them to speak. You know, if, if you say, hey, talk a little bit about this new record and go, yeah, it's out now. Well, that's on them for not promoting their own shit. Right. That's their problem, not yours. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's little there's little methods to, you know, doing a pretty good interview aside from, mm-hmm. uh, knowing what you're talking about. Yeah. There's things there's the, that's why Neely and I both cringe the, the, and it doesn't happen often anymore, but it does happen once in a while you slip up and you ask, oh, well, what's it like? Oh, well, or, what's it like <laughs> question. It's just like, ah, I know the minute it comes out your mouth, you want to pull it back in somehow. <laughs> I can't believe I just said, what's it like? I know it's I, I, when I do it, I, the first thing that goes through my head, I never even hear their answer because the first thing that goes through my head is, man, am I going to get some emails from the fans killing me over right, that? Right. Of course. <laughs> funny. Too funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what do you say? We take a break, play a couple songs. Let's get into the meat of things here and, you know, get, uh, get things rolling in a good positive direction and let's, Mm -hmm. uh, entertain the folks. Sounds good to me. All right. Got something you'd like to hear. I'll go from your favorite anthrax album. Um, we've come for you all. Okay. I'm going to go with something that I know we've played before on the show, but I just was playing it today and I love it. Um, superhero. Okay. You know, right. Yeah. I, that's, 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 yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. The, the John Bush era is always my favorite. Untouchable. Yep. All right. Uh, let's play some anthrax at, uh, superhero. Here we go. All right. Well, uh, we'll play a few tunes. We'll come back and, uh, blah, blah, blah. So here it is. It's anthrax exclusively here on your classic metal show. Mm-hmm. 